I'm Holly. I'm Emily. I'm Deanna. And this is Confessions of a Farm Wife. Well, good day to you all. We are in the middle of a polar vortex, which is awesome. Winter is never going to end, but this is the first time since the holidays that we've gotten to see each other, so I love this. This is very exciting. It's a reunion. We got the band back together. (laughs) I know, and our crazy schedules. I was kind of feeling like we're never going to get this fit in, and it kind of got to the point I'm just like, I just want to see you guys. (laughs) So we're just going to clear the calendar. That's right. We're going to hang out, forget the crazy 60-mile-an-hour wind that's whipping through the house right now. It was not like that earlier this morning, and I was just getting ready to leave home, and all of a sudden, wind out of the west, and here we go again. Yeah. Well, here it is. Cold days. The kids haven't been in school. I don't. We never had cold days as kids. I don't remember that. I can remember very few, but not like this year. I mean, this is. Have we had four? We have. My girls have only gone to school Monday, Wednesday, Friday. They didn't have Martin Luther King Day off, so we were laughing because my daughter who's in first grade used to go to preschool Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And she's like, hey, it's just like preschool. I'm like, except for you're in first and third. Like, we need to go for a full week. But yeah, <laughs> it's, it's cold though and yeah. I don't want them on the bus. Well, we missed the two days during the polar vortex earlier in January. Mm-hmm. So like we had the crazy long Christmas break yes. that would never end. Uh. And then this week we had, we were out Tuesday. Mm-hmm. We didn't have school Monday for the holiday. We were out Tuesday for cold day. They went to school Wednesday, but they left early for dentist appointments. <laughs> they were home Thursday <laughs> and then went back to school Friday. So, you know, it was a really strenuous week. Yeah. No kidding. <laughs> no kidding. It's it's starting to wear on me and it's starting to wear on Joe. And I, Well, I'm, yeah, you've got your schedule. So you've got things that you've got to get mm-hmm. done, but the kids are home again and lovely though it is to have them home. <laughs> mm-hmm. I need to go home, go to school so I can clean after them. Yes. <laughs> the yes. cleaning lady who is me will come every two weeks. <laughs> and this is the two weeks. <laughs> it's time. <laughs> Christmas was good though. Even though Christmas break never ended, we're still on Christmas break kind of. Yes. Yeah. No, we had a, we had a good Christmas. We did, you know, all the stuff mm-hmm. with the Spanglers and then we went down to my family for, I don't know what that was. It feels like years ago, doesn't it? It must have been the weekend after Christmas we went down there. Oh, and my son, while we were there, I blogged about this um, a couple weeks ago. He, um, you know, my dad, my parents had bought the safe, right? Mm -hmm. And I don't know if this is a normal thing for farm families to have the safe, but they bought this like back in the 80s. And then they... um, you know, just used it to store, like, deeds, some old coins, sure. cash on hand, that kind of stuff. But they never really locked it because it wasn't for safety so much as it was for... A place to put things. Yeah, and fireproof, I think, was more... Anyway, well, so Mom died almost two years ago. Well, Dad realized about a year ago he didn't know the combination. <laughs> and that might be a problem. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And so he had... I think he and my brother looked for it a little bit, couldn't find it. And he had just thought, well, you know, I'll just make sure I never lock it. Be fine. And then we came down, and he I guess he had thought to himself, oh, I should tell the kids not to mess with it. But we did never get that done. And we got ready to leave for church Sunday morning, and Dad went to open the safe. Nathan had spun the dial, latched it up tight. <gasps> <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> and so, I mean, we commenced to do it all done and stuff. John and Dad took the crowbar to it, and were trying to pry it open and trying to pop out hinges, which obviously, if that had it's worked, didn't get your money's worth. Trying to go Mythbusters. <laughs> Mythbusters. Exactly. Mythbusters. There you go. <laughs> exactly. And so... Yeah, we spent the afternoon then looking for 
anything. Yeah. And I went online, and if we could find the model number and the serial number, then we could send that in. On the inside. We could get it, apparently, yeah, because it's not on the outside. And then with a notary, then we could maybe get a combination for it. But anyway, so we looked all over, couldn't find anything. And late that afternoon, like, I was in my old bedroom, which is where we stay. There's an old antique desk, little drawers, and I don't even know what possessed me. Like, I just walked past it, and I opened that drawer, and there was, like, a packet of old pictures. And I picked that up, and underneath of that was a little 3 by 3 scrap of paper with both of my parents' handwriting on it that said, you know, like... 39 right, 69 left, 100 whatever left. And then under that, and dad's letters said, open. Awesome. And it worked. I went running out with it. Dad had no memory of ever seeing this piece of paper before. But my brother took it, and then he did it, and it totally worked. It opened. So it was like the Christmas miracle. (laughs) (laughs) No reason why we should have found that. And then we took it and wrote it everywhere. Like my brother, I'm like, take a copy to your house. We got a copy here. He wrote it. Dad's got, you know, zillions of cattle pictures up on the walls in there. And we took one of those and wrote it on the back. And not that we're giving away. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Good luck if you can find the right whole picture. (laughs) We have a safe. I don't know where it came from. It must have been like Braden's grandma's or whatever. But it's like a little one that you can pick up. And I could tell Braden was so proud of himself because he like put it in the yes. office. Yes. But the problem is it's sitting on top of a filing cabinet and it's one that you could like pick up and I'm like, don't <laughs> I'm like, don't put anything in there because you can clearly see it when you walk in. I'm like, someone's gonna break into the office yeah. and hey, oh, I'm just yeah. gonna carry this out. Like it's, it's a little baby one. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I'm like, I don't know. I'm fire like, protection. You need to cut a hole in the wall and have a picture and I know you know like in the movie. Yeah. I'm like, don't you think we should like put this in the closet? or something <laughs> like this is a very responsible whatever sign on the door rob us yeah. please <laughs> rob us the dogs will let you in you just yeah. give them a treat or something they're like hey rub my belly and we're good I'll show you where it's at Aww. I don't know but you could tell he like had everything all organized and he was so proud and I'm like yes. This is just a red flag to me. I don't know. I know you've lived in Manitou your whole life, but I did live in the city for a few years. I lock my door still. Sorry. He doesn't. He leaves the keys in the truck. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I'm just like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. We just don't have to lock anything, I guess. We tell each other to lock. I mean, mm-hmm. I guess maybe we shouldn't talk about this. I mean, we lock our house all the time. But yes, we, we, were to- we were told by an insurance agent about a deadbolt. And he's like, you know, a deadbolt's great, but if a robber really wants to get in, they're going to throw a brick through your window. Oh, yeah. Thanks for the, right. for the feeling right. of vote of confidence. Well, but anyway. They'll probably steal the four-wheeler before they ever even come in the exactly. house. Exactly. At least around us. That's yes. The, oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah that's the shop or the whatever. Uh-huh. Get yeah, that's Braden's argument. He's like, there's a shop full of tools and machinery okay. and equipment that is worth, worth more, more than, than any anything cash. in the house. You know, what's interesting <laughs> about that is that we did have a break-in, and it was... In the fall, mm-hmm. we did. It was down at our farm in Maquan, which is like a few miles from here. But um, someone had gotten into the machine shed mm-hmm. and taken a wagon. And um, it was actually, it was not ours. It was a guy who was storing it in there. And they tried to sell it. Well, they took it to the consignment place here in Canton. Oh my. And it sold. <laughs> but the thing is, is that we all, my dad and this guy who owns it, totally tracked it down and found it. I mean, it just, it was just a crazy, it was a crazy story. But like, I, I was, I asked Joe, I think when we first started program, like, wouldn't people like know that the combine yeah. is worth a lot and would want to take it? And, right. you know, I mean, I guess you can't really get away fast, you know, <laughs> it's like, oh, in, when I was a kid, 
I don't even know, maybe junior high-ish age. On Christmas morning, my dad went down to the farm, mm-hmm. which is like three miles from where we live, mm-hmm. to do chores, and there was our combine, like, nose down into the no! ditch. <laughs> and there was a, was there a truck? I forget how this all went. I think there was a truck in the ditch, too. Not ours. And, um... Anyway, but some guys had been drunk and run the truck off, and then so they walked up to the nearest farm, which was where we, like my grandparents' mm-hmm. farm, even though they weren't alive, but my aunt lived there then, and they, I think they tried to start a tractor, but it didn't, they couldn't get it started because it was winter, and, but they were able to fire up the combine and thought they'd pull it out with that, and then that <laughs> didn't work, so then they walked back and stole my aunt's truck. <laughs> oh my god! But they were tracked down. Fairly rapidly, yeah. We haven't had equipment stolen, but like the spring or summer before our wedding, Braden's dad had left the planter tractor in the field because it was so, I think it was wet. I can't really remember. It's either wet or dry. But he (laughs) left it in the middle of the field and some kids slashed all the tires, (gasps) broke all the hoses, broke the windows, put sugar, I mean, they put sugar Uh, in the gas tank, they put dirt, and I mean, it was very expensive. Insurance covered, but it was so expensive. Oh, what an inconvenience! Yeah, That's it just, just crazy. It made yeah. such a mess. Yeah. Uh, Did so, it ever work right after that? No. Yeah, they've had problems with it. Yeah. So, and it was like. You know, Braden goes, good thing insurance covers this because it's like $30,000. And I'm like, ah. <laughs> okay, great. Braden, that out loud. thank uh, you yeah. very much. Oh, my yeah. gosh. We had, when I was, I don't know, must have been in high school, we used to show cattle down at Memphis, the Mid-South Fair. And one year, apparently Memphis was like, you know, on 2020 at that point for being... Crime. Uh, well, crime, but um, car theft. Oh, There was a huge car theft ring there then. And one morning, you know, we all got up and um, some people from our, you know, a couple towns over we we had traveled down with their um, extended cab, Silverado, Mm -hmm. Dooley, Chevy Mm -hmm. had been stolen. Mm -hmm. And then we got up the next morning and I will never forget this because it was show day morning and my dad, you know, we were all getting ready and my, you know, it's four in the morning or something. And my dad went out to get something by his boots or something out of the truck and he came back in and I can still hear him like swearing his way yeah. all the way back into the hotel because our truck was gone. <gasps> there was nothing but broken oh, no. glass oh, broken glass no. on the ground where they busted in the back window. And we ended up getting it back and I think partly because they or they suspected maybe, you know, somebody steals it and then they hand it off to somebody else and they hand it off to somebody else and that somebody didn't like it because it had, you know, Sunnyland Farms painted all over it. Sure. The plates were special, the bug deflector had something on it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It was too marked. Country. Yeah. <laughs> we got ours back, but the friends of ours, they ended up getting theirs back, but whoever had stole it had used it for something, like to haul stuff, so it was all scratched up. <gasps> oh. the, it never ran right after that. And, of course, insurance wouldn't really do a lot about it because technically it they got it back. Yeah. It's crazy. You know, one of the biggest things that we have to worry about is more in the summertime because, well, I guess in the wintertime too, but people will try and come and steal the wiring off the copper irrigations. And, you know, now I don't know how it works because I don't have it, but the GPS on your irrigation in the summer, the theft has gone way down Mm. because if your power is off to your irrigation, it sends you an alert. Yes. So then, you know, automatically someone's going to go out and check that if the power is cut, but we have to worry about that. And there, we, there are, we've been lucky. But there are guys that have been hit, you know, four or five times and their insurance is like, I can't, you know, they've, now, they've like been dropping them. condition almost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. Wow. I just don't. Sometimes you just wonder. Yeah. 
And I think it's just people. very random too. You know, we had a rash maybe a week or a week, a year or so ago. And they would just take what was ever inside your truck or your vehicle that was unlocked, like the change or, and I mean, I think it was all drug related, unfortunately, but, um, sorry, here's my friend. Jack, <laughs> Jack came back. He's an adorable friend. Yeah. See, good. Yeah. Anyway, but they took, they, they didn't take my friend's iPod that was in there, but they took all the change. You know, you could tell that it was just something that was, they were looking for something very specific Yeah. and it was basically money, but you think like sweet that. country living, but sometimes it's not all that it's cracked up to be. Yes. Polar vortex. <laughs> yeah. Polar vortex and, you know, oh. Christmas break never yeah. ended. Yes. And, you know, the pro- popular movie in both of your households right yeah. now is Frozen. Ironically. Yes. <laughs> and Holly found a version that's online. No. <laughs> I mean, she didn't. We've been watching YouTube videos nonstop with Frozen. Yes. It's very, very exciting. My kids are big fans of the soundtrack. Sang the songs. We have listened to Adina Menzel. Big fans. To the point that, yeah, it was a great movie. We really liked it. And the point that, you know, the true love that saved her was not, you know, of her and Prince Charming. It was her and her sister. So that was... Good message. An atypical Disney message, yes. Yes. <laughs> and, you know, you talk about cabin fever. Yes. As Jack might be experiencing. Oh, my gosh. Jack, yeah. you want a two-year-old? Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Yes. Will, cabin fever. Yeah. Woo! I will say it got desperate enough in our household this week. It's January. Mm-hmm. We broke out the 4-H books. Ooh. I saw that. I saw and a picture know? on Instagram. I was like, oh, my gosh, are we supposed to be doing that? No, we are not. And this okay. is not, I think I hashtag this is not normal. Okay. <laughs> Because I remember maybe it was a little warmer as a kid. Yes. More, much more last minute. More yeah. like the night before. Like, yeah, yeah. like yeah. July 13th. Yeah. We, the yeah, we right. can't be teaching the kids to be that prepared. I mean, but yeah. we are... That's not one of the H's. Bored out of... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Bored out of our minds. So we broke out the books yesterday. Mm-hmm. And Nathan yeah. did some reading about corn and crops. and Yeah. We have had to just be super creative about what to do and how to not not how to get along well. Yes. <laughs> Matt was we've worked a lot on interpersonal skills. <laughs> Very nice. Oh my gosh! Couple but of, oh, go ahead. No, but we today we went to the Y and the kids didn't want to leave. They're like, "This is great." I'm like, "I know, we're out." I know amongst amongst their people too because they're all little people. They're like, yeah. "Woohoo! Let me stay here." There's a rock wall, but yeah, we're just. <laughs> You can't go anywhere, and especially no. when you have little friends who won't keep their mittens on. I mean, I was <coughs> griping yesterday about, well, I know why we don't have school. It's because some parents just don't watch their kids. And as my girls are getting on the bus today, I was like, well, Josie took her mittens off before she even got on the bus. So I, I turned into one of those parents. I was yelling at mine, put your gloves on. Yes. Why do they not want to wear gloves? I, don't know. I hate cold hands. I do, too. I think they hate messing with it. Yeah. But there's that. But, yeah. There's that whole scene from a Christmas movie, you know, where the poor kid can't even put his <laughs> arms down or walk. Jack was so randy when we were able to play in the snow. That's the other thing. The snow is such a tease. Like, it's drifted it's so not even awesome. It's a good winter. It is drifted yeah. so awesome. There's a great, like, snow cave place behind our machine oh, yeah. shed. And Anna's like, can I please go play outside? I'm like, your face will freeze. fall off. Yeah. So, no. <laughs> <I understand>. yeah. <laughs> we had a moment during the, the two days that we were off, you know, at the end of Christmas vacation, mm-hmm. where, like, I finally said, everyone go to your room and read a book. Yeah. You know, you're like, yes. you need to part ways. Right. We're done. And Caroline melts into a puddle, and she's wailing, but I can't read. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, look just go pictures. look at the pictures. That'll be fine. <laughs> but everybody's oh, going to their room. I always say I am not the clown, and I am not the cruise director. 
I yes. say that because my friend Kathleen is always like, I am not the clown in this group. Like, find something to do. Yeah. I had four kids so you people to play together. Yes. <laughs> it is pretty rare. Like, my kids don't often say I'm bored, but you just see it start coming out. Yes, in the, right. You know fighting or the picking mm-hmm. or all of a sudden everybody's racing around the house at top speed and you're like yeah. well and you all feel like you're walking on tiptoes anyway because the husbands Grouch. are farmers so grouchy <laughs> grumpy cold yeah anything and everything it's just getting old at this point yes. Yes. and we were looking at the forecast last night and it's mm. supposed to be what back again like isn't monday a high of four again I don't know. And something ridiculous and it's insane yeah. and, and john was just he's like this is just really getting old yeah you know uh, joe said two things is one he's like i could never live in like a North Dakota. Sorry, our lovely North Dakota friend, Katie. Right. We, we we love you, but I don't think we can do it <laughs> we're mentally. Not we're not made of strong <laughs> Scandinavian stuff. But anyway, um, he can't do that. And then he came in today. This is awesome. He's just kind of ramming stuff around. They're preg checking calves and it's, you know, 60 mile an hour winds or whatever. I'm pretty laid back. Like, I'm a pretty laid back person, but this is ridiculous. And I wanted to say, and I'll say it on the air. <laughs> I think the fact that you have to yell that you're pretty laid back <laughs> might be airing on the side that you're not. <laughs> you crossed a line. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. it just, it's just wearing everybody down and our patience. And, you know, we'd like to... Like we'd like to go to dinner with friends tomorrow night, but like, do you, do you go because yeah. it's twenty mile an hour winds yeah, and right. drifting? Well, snow. we've had basketball games yeah. and then they get canceled, and yes. you don't generally find that out until you know five minutes before. Well, yeah, well, shortly and then before. We have to leave yes. earlier too. That's right. the thing. Like, if you cancel a game, I was thinking about that with school because we got our call for the first one at five thirty, which we get up crazy early. At least I get up you crazy don't. early. Yeah. <laughs> you don't. So I was like, wow, that's you know, that's a good time. Well, then the yesterday was at six, and I was like, gosh, you know, my kids get up at six thirty. I usually am up and around, but. Um, I was like, that's kind of late. And then I was like, oh, but normal people might think six o'clock is not that early. But it's not like I'm a dairy farmer. I don't have to, have to get up and get up <laughs> to yeah. be alone, basically. Yeah. <laughs> I don't function that way. I'm more of a night person. <laughs> I could stay up late. And oh, I can't stay I could do late. all kinds of Can projects. You stay up late? No, I'm still on farm broadcaster oh, schedule. You're up at 3 a.m. So I'm like 3 a.m. I'm doing laundry. <laughs> I'm doing all these things yeah. because like. I just have to get up and literally go. No. Sorry, more yeah. information than you want to know. But my body's been on yeah. this clock for three years. Yeah. yeah. And by then, Brayden is probably in his REM cycle and the windows are <laughs> shaking because of snoring. So I can't go back to sleep. Oh, I'm sorry. So I'm doing laundry. I'm like all misorganized. And then by the time I get to the office, That's I'm so like, oh, I really need a nap. Mm-hmm. But yeah. by eight o'clock at night, I'm so lame. I know. I'm in bed. Yeah. I'm in bed. There, when we were texting late at night, I'm literally literally laying in bed <laughs> squinting because my glasses are on. I texted our babysitter. I'm lame. I'm lame. No, you're lame. not. Because I was texting our babysitter about coming this weekend and she had texted me back. She had a basketball game and, you know, it was like some late hour, like 920. Right. <laughs> I'm already half asleep on the couch and I, I told Joe, I'm like, please read this text because I know autocorrect has helped me, but you know how that can go. So <laughs> make sure I'm texting something appropriate back to her. But anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a sleepy girl by the end yeah. of the day. But anyway. I could operate on college schedule you and be pretty could. happy. You're so good. No, I mean, like, I could, if I could stay up till, like, midnight, one o'clock and sleep till eight, 
then you'd be great. I, that would be my ideal situation. <laughs> but unfortunately, the world doesn't work that way. You know what? I was thinking about college yesterday as I, I drive through Bradley campus to go to work and, you know, their kids are all bundled oh, up yeah. and they're, don't you remember walking? Yes. And, and that's what I, then and I was walking like, and like your eyelashes are freezing. freezing. Yes. And then I thought, yeah. that's what Joe has to do uh, all the time. No uh, wonder why he is such a grump. Cause at least you knew yeah. that once you got to campus, cause we all lived in the same neck of the woods. Right. Once you got there, you could stay there. You planned your day so that you stayed yeah. there and yes. didn't have to go back and forth. But like, he just came in for a little bit and now he's back out. And, right. you know, I think that's just such a tease to have to come in and out. And that wears right. on you. And that gives me a headache too, mm-hmm. like a physical headache. Yeah. One of the things about college that I loved at this time. <laughs> Other than drinking. No, well, you know. <laughs> the, <laughs> just kidding. I'm so lame. I can't even do that anymore. Anyway. anyway. Um, 4-H house. We had open air dorms. Yes. Yikes. And. I mean, you walked in there and you could see your breath. It would take your breath away. But by the time you got into your bed and you were warm, but the air was cold around you. Electric blanket on for a while. All your beds were up there and nobody slept in their rooms? Mm -hmm. No. Yeah. Some did, but I mean, come on. Just grow up and do it. I don't know. Well, it really, it sounds crazy, but it worked out well because... Then, you know, if, if you wanted to go to bed, your roommate still wanted to stay up and oh, work study. on the homework okay. or Watch whatever, <laughs> she says with the big air quotes. Um, <laughs> you could still go to bed. Or if okay. you want to go someplace right. and take a nap during the day, you could go in there because it was dark and it was quiet. I'm not going to lie to you. It was the best sleep of yeah, my really, life. Really. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I'm like, sometimes I'm like, I really just need to go to 4-H house and be like, I'm girls. sorry, whoever, girls. I just need a bed with a pillow. Give me three days. Just give me three days and I'll be good. It was the best sleep of my life. It's true. It's See, true. We slept in yeah. our rooms, and, and now that you say that, that is really funny because my I lived in a triple, and my one roommate was an organic chem mm-hmm. major. I think it was organic chemistry. Anyway, it was impressive. Impressive. She is now a pediatric oncologist. Oh, yes. 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 Wow. My other roommate was a fashion design major. <laughs> So she came in a little bit later than <laughs> than Jen did, and, and you were happy meeting I was happy I was already in bed, but Emily, my her name is Emily. She's called Fun Emily by my children, but she came in and um, as opposed to she had mom. Yeah, as opposed to mom, she came in and she had been enjoying campus life that night and was talking to me and just recapping her night, and I'm just laughing. And Jen, the chem- organic chemistry major, sits up and is like, Emily, enough. My like, Fun Emily says, shh. The princess is sleeping. <laughs> and now my parents say that to me all the time. Like, if I, anyway. So that makes sense to have open air dorms. Oh yeah. my gosh, it was amazing. I've heard that they are kind of about to move away from that. <gasps> no. Sleeping in there that they don't like it. I know. Oh. As alumni. I tried. <laughs> Deanna, go I'm back to your you. three-dayer and show them right? how like, refreshing it is. Listen, you do not know what you're missing. We can do like before Deanna and after <gasps> Deanna. <We> could. <laughs> That's a podcast. Vlog. Video vlog. Vlog. These are two fancy words. I cannot handle this. Process it. I'm telling you. Now because it's not nine o'clock at night. This is getting so deep. No, and I have tried to like bring the dark, quiet, open air dorm to because our room, our room is upstairs. It's so incredibly hot because we were like, we're gonna re-insulate this farmhouse. (laughs) I wish we wouldn't have because I'm like, can we open a window? I know it's negative. 30 wind chill, but I need a little bit of brisk air. And Brayden is like a heat house. So you like touch him and you have a second degree burn (laughs) when he's sleeping and he wants to fall asleep with the TV on. I should have never let there be a TV in the bedroom. I'm like, this is, we don't have a TV in our bedroom. I 
wish we wouldn't have done that. But he had one. Yeah. So he's used to that. And then Joe was like, no. Really? Yeah. I'm telling you. He's used to that. Yeah. And I'm used to 4-H house. Mm -hmm. Awesome sleep. I really do. I think we need a before and after. There you go. In the spring. Not now. Like, this is too icky. I don't want to go to the U of I campus and have to walk and park. I mean, that's the other thing. Like, walking and parking and ugh. I'm sorry. Snow drift. Digging your car out. Yes. When you don't have a tractor. That's unfortunate. Not fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not fun. Yeah. We, uh, my freshman year, U of I was closed for two days. It was like the first snow days in, in forever. Like, yeah. So we were jumping. <laughs> okay, this is terrible. Alum board, sorry. We were jumping off the roof of 4-H house into this huge pile of yeah. snow because our porch was a lower roof. <laughs> By the time we had like scooped everything, you could just jump into this huge pile of snow. And the neighbor house boys <clears throat> had hooked up a full-size mattress to the back of someone's <laughs> pickup truck. And we were going up and down Lincoln. Oh, and Gosh. The cops stopped oh us. They're like, maybe you shouldn't be doing this. We're like, no one else is on the road. We're fine. This is perfect. It was. Oh, my. <laughs> that, what, what you would do. Oh, and I need to break up a fight. Hang on. Sadness. Perfect example of cabin fever. Oh, my children. It's okay, though. They're adorable. They're adorable. <laughs> if only you children could see them. Right? Children are precious <laughs> gifts from God. Um, I... Yes, and I kind of have run out of, and I and I hate to be that way. Like you run out of like the let's do play doh, let's do this, let's right. do that. You know, like you yeah. run out of that. Oh my gosh, you know. Sometimes we just need to do laundry. Have you marble painted? No. Ooh, like use a marble and then yeah, put a piece of paper in like a nine by thirteen pan. Okay. And then you just kind of dribble some paint in and take your marble and then roll it around. Okay. There we go. That's like hours of entertainment right there. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. I know they do it's it. It's a preschool at a pre- trick. I was yes. gonna say they do it at preschool. Yeah. But, okay. I did not come up with that. No. That <laughs> was on a Hollis <laughs> I've been passing the cold weather by shopping online or just reading <laughs> blogs or also looking at things. And I was like, my news resolution not to shop online so much. I did not plan for this polar <laughs> vortex, people. This this is extreme conditions, circumstances. I feel like I'm allowed. Extreme conditions call for an extreme sweater intervention. Right? You need to look through your sweaters, take inventory. I'm looking at warm things. Yes. yes. Okay. Survival. Like Uggs. I blogged about that. I was looking at different colors of Uggs. I thought I would pull the trigger. I would, whatever. <laughs> so I went to try them on because you have a pair too. I, I love them. My friend Kathleen has one. My friend Rachel has one. My we're running partner Amy and I are running one morning and we're like, it's so cold. Do you like yes, you want to oh, look at thank you. Amelia has brought hers in. Just just a moment. Just we'll get to it, sweetie. Yes. Fuzzy so we go, my friend, running partner Amy and I go, and dripping wet, she's like 100 pounds. I mean, yeah. she's just teeny tiny. So we go, and I meet her after work. So I'm in like work pants, and she pulls them on over her little leggings and just looks adorable. And they, of course, do not have my size in any of the colors that I want. And then I put them on, and like, the cankle area of my body probably shouldn't be highlighted so much by a large cankle. Oh, it's because I hide it because it's like strategic. Anyway, you can wrap skinny jeans. Well, okay, but skinny jeans are a different breed. They're not sheep skin. (laughs) So then I go to the local consignment shop. I had stuff to drop off because I purged. Yes. And up above. Very proud of you. Yes. Yes. Up above all the shoes were these purple Uggs and they were brand new in the box. Amelia's size and she said I think I need those I'm like I think you need those too and we even had credit from the store and anyway so then I I have like a pair of knockoff Uggs that I wear to the gym so I was pulling them on the other day 
And this lady stops me. She's like, did you know that Uggs, or she's like, I like your boots. I said, yeah, they're knockoffs. They're not real. She goes, well, did you know that Ugg boots are inhumane? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's and I said, Facebook. well, I don't think that's necessarily true, yes. but like you <laughs> should probably look into that. I said, you know, I, I just don't want to pay the money for them. I mean, I probably at that point should have become a really great advocate, but I hadn't read enough about it because I was just like, I seriously, mm-hmm. that's not true, is it? I don't know anything about it. It's Wait, like it's they sheep? say that basically they skin the skin sheep. the sheep alive or skin them like just inhumanely to get their skin mm. for the boots. But I was asking Joe about that. He's like, that's not possible, really. No. I mean, but then again, I, I don't know. Maybe they have what are, uh, sheep are they, I mean, there. it's it's like a fleecy stuff inside, yeah, right? Let me, let me get Amelia's and then the outside on. is like a suede, right? Yeah. It's a suede. But so what are they saying that they're made? Is it Well, they're saying I think they're saying, saying that, that their the skin is attached. of the world is that their skin is attached, but it cannot be. It can I'm looking at them right now. It cannot be. Yeah. Right? I don't think so. No. I don't know how that would but possibly work. But they feel work. like butter. I mean, oh gosh, inhumane or not, maybe that's a bad thing to say, but I kind of like them. They're incredibly warm. I'm cankles just saying. Or no cankles. You don't have cankles. <laughs> anyway. I'm telling you. Yeah, it uh, I'm reading the tag. <laughs> Upper and lining are genuine sheepskin, but that doesn't mean that doesn't it's, mean like, that it's like that's just like their wool, the right? Like if they're yeah. sh- the sheep are sheared. But like, well, right? imagine if sheep when, like this. Does I mean, sheep like are this? raised for meat too. Yes. So that's I imagine that this, that that's where this. You know, it's not that they are harvested just for the sheepskin. You know what I mean? Right. Because like, Australia way. has quite a large sheep. Like there oh, yeah. are ranches that are just sheep, right? right? Right. What does Joe call them? What are they? What's sheep the herders? Sheep herders. No, <laughs> it's some sort of like. Oh, I don't know. Geez. He's got some sort of funny name for sheep because he, like, you know, he calls um, horses hay burners or yes. whatever. You know, we can't have any of those fun animals. We gotta have production <laughs> only, man. <laughs> so anyway, so laid back, as you would say. I'm a pretty laid back person. I think I've heard that once or twice too. But then I observe like temper tantrums, and yes. I'm like, are you 28 or eight? I'm like I cannot decide here. And I think it's just so. It's been so trying because we go from one extreme to the other and that's yeah. again we were talking about that as as runners I have not been able to be outside mm-hmm. since last last Monday like a, it'll be two weeks Monday because it's it'll, and we were laughing my running partner were texting back for well another day we, I won't see you but like it's yes. either going to be 25 below and wind or we're going to go to like 95 and a thousand percent humidity. It doesn't feel like we've had a good spring or fall for a long time. Like it's been cold since yeah. October. Yes. And yeah. wet and damp and bitter. Right. And, we um, went and shot our master farmer cover photo oh, yeah. this week up. And I, I can't say too much because it's a big surprise, right? Ha ha. <laughs> in uh, when the magazine comes out in March, but went up to this farm in northern Illinois where we kind of gathered everybody together and took the group pictures and then went to drive home. And of course, in the course of all this, I think actually while we were all having lunch together, I look out the window and it's like blizzard-like conditions. It's blowing. We're driving from there, you know, to the farm where we were going to do the pictures. And seriously, we're all in our little caravan, but we can barely see the car uh, in front of us. And you're thinking, yeah. you know, is this some kind of curse? Like, why? I don't know. You know, why? we are teaching, like, we are teaching disciple Bible study, which is in our, in our church, um, basically walk through the Bible. And when we were in Genesis, 
And <laughs> the begin, I guess, it's more like the that. Old Testament. I was like, are we living in Old Testament times? Like, I'm just waiting for locusts. I mean, I'm serious. <laughs> I freak myself out every now and again. But I agree. I, I, I don't. I, I, I guess folks blame agriculture for a lot of, you know, things and global warming and agricultural practices, right? I mean, aren't we a scapegoat on that once in a while? Usually, yeah, Usually. Something. But I just think, like, there's got to be something. Never, it's ethanol. Okay. ethanol. Yeah. But there's got to be something going on, right? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Well, well you're saying of worms. No, you're saying that because Brayden just went to a meeting where they were talking about the propane shortage. Yeah. And how some people in the media are blaming farmers because we used all the propane to dry grain this past fall. I'm like, I don't remember drying any grain. No. If we did, I mean, it wasn't very much. This was a year where... Stuff just didn't dry down in the field. Right, you know what right, I mean? It just right. never dried down. And I don't mm-hmm. know why necessarily, but it didn't. But I don't know that our propane use was any more than any other year, right. particularly if you look back to 2009. No Good kidding. night. Mm-hmm. You want to talk about propane bills. Right. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. That's a $700 check that we enjoy writing. For our, that was just for our house. But, yeah. Ugh, yeah. But, you know, just like how we're always the bad person as the wife or the mother, I guess the farmer sometimes the bad person, too. I don't know. We can't win. What is up with that? Just go buy yourself some mugs. Well, <laughs> I'm just telling toes, you. Toasty toes. Well, I know, speaking of buying things, endorsements. Yes, my favorite part. What would you like to endorse, Miss Holly? Well, I, um, for an endorsement this time, my, um, I have some girlfriends from our church, and we, every Christmas, do a favorite things gift exchange. So, you know, f- we have a price limit, $15. Mm-hmm. Got to be under that. Pick out your favorite things, you know, bring one for each. And there's just four of us who do it, so it's a small affair. But one of the women this year gave me this most adorable little tub, let's call it, a Vaseline lip therapy. And it's like a little miniature Vaseline container, right? Like it's maybe an inch or so tall. And this is Vaseline Lip Therapy Cocoa Butter. Ooh. Yeah, I'm a big fan. So this is your <laughs> Polar Vortex Lip Care. And I, I think John likes it too. Like, <gasps> I mean, it's not frou-frou-y girly right. by any means. It just works really well, and it keeps your lips from getting chapped. So it's very awesome. there's my, yeah, January endorsement. Look at you. Oh. Emily, endorsement. Yes, I got one for cabin fever for the kids, and it's the <laughs> rainbow loom. We got a couple, we got a couple oh. rainbow looms for Christmas, and I have not seen Josie since she gets home from school because she goes upstairs, <laughs> and she's got her little table set up, and she does her rainbow loom. Making pot holders. Make, no, it's bracelets. Well, it's we got the potholders. Yes, and my mom got out mine too. She's like, "Oh my gosh, I still have it." Of course, they have everything. Yes, they're kind of weird like that. But anyway, this is different. This is little bitty rubber bands that you put on this plastic loom, and you've got to figure it out. And we had to YouTube it the first day and get it get it down because the directions are somewhat deficient. The directions are horrible, and I'm not a spatial person anyway. Like I'm just not. I'm. I love purchasing crafts. I don't like doing them. You know. I'm. mm -mm. So Josie's like, "Great, Santa brought me a." rainbow loom like yeah great anyway <laughs> she is like a machine I mean she just duh, 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 and that has gotten us through a lot of bickering yeah. and then and then we ha- happen to have two so then big sister can do it too and Anna has mm-hmm. figured out that oh it's not just as girly as what Josie makes mm-hmm. it out to be because Josie watches YouTube you could videos do orange and blue ones. I know we have purple yeah. and yellow for Farmington farmers and Very they nice. watch the YouTube videos and the girls all do the big thick ones and somebody awesome. had on Facebook the other day their daughter made a uh, phone cover <gasps> out of them. It's like the duct tape. You know the oh, duct yes. tape craze? Oh, yes. yes. You've tapes. been the duct tape. We have duct tapes. We have had tie-dye <laughs> duct tape in our house. I love it. Yeah. 
But yeah, the rainbow <laughs> loom is getting us through these cabin fever days. I like it very much. I'll go on for your for your birthday. You will. <laughs> yes. So we will stop <laughs> online shopping. I don't know. <laughs> Be like, oh, I want to shop. No, I need to go do this loom <laughs> thing. Loom. Rainbow loom. I'll make you a phone cover. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm going to endorse what I'm wearing yes. because tonight I'm so proud of her. My aunt just completed her first round of chemo and she doesn't have to go back. She is a breast cancer survivor. Yay. So tonight she's a nurse at a hospital in Peoria and we're going to have a pink survivor party. Awesome. So I am on my Susan G. Komen hoodie and nice. we all are familiar with Race for the Cure. Mm-hmm. I've done that every year. Have you really? Mm-hmm. Oh, Since I was really little. But they do such amazing things yeah. for women and you know just cancer and you know breast cancer just you know it hits close to home so right. and being in this area it's a big deal because yes. Susan G. Komen is from, from here Peoria. yeah yeah so it's always a big deal yeah. and it, I went to it my first year went to it just as a runner and was like what's the deal and then saw all the survivors in the pink shirts mm-hmm. you know and you're wearing your white shirt because you aren't a survivor. And then the next year, my aunt was diagnosed with it in a, in stage four. She survived, but it was not a good fight. But that, you know, you go through it one time just as a watcher, and then you go through it as a person who, obviously, she was my aunt, you know, not, not living with her, but experiencing that, you just, right. it, you have new eyes and appreciation for what they do do for yeah. cancer research. Yeah. Yep. And who doesn't love pink? Who doesn't? It's, it's, it's awesome. It's got like a sparkly um, oh. ribbon. I love right? it. I'm just telling you. I'm all about the sparkle. So uh, I don't know about that. You're using fancy word vlog, all these things. I can't Rainbow handle loom. it. Rainbow loom. Man, I got to YouTube that. Yes. All right. Well, until we meet again. Yay. Absolutely. Stay warm.